After about two minutes of feeling sorry for myself, I heard something rustling in the bush. My eyes darted around me to the patch of open path right in front of me. Hello? I called out into the night and immediately realized how stupid that was. Hello? I forgot about the injury as I started scrambling to get up. It was silent again, but it didn't stop, but I didn't stop to dwell. I just ran. I changed direction almost every five minutes, hoping to lose whoever replied. <laughs> yes, my mama eat you like Jeff Dahmer. Say she on a period, let's make a mess, mama. I desensitize myself to it. I, 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 uh... I don't know, I went to great lengths. Never did I. Do it would be this easy. Had him off that shit greasy. They'll be the nigga shit cheesy. People said they get my corner when I turn around. Oh, it's just measy. Everybody wanna get away from me because I got heebie jeebies smashed up like Mike. That game on the Halloween. What would you do with the sexual parts? I wouldn't make you all scared and safe. How long ago did this start, so? anything you cancel bro I'm fixated on asphyxiating and breaking this little chick's neck like a pixie stick the sick Satan worshiping bitches get horse whippings I'm in the back through the back door slipping through the cracks leaving the corpse dripping the mortician of love sent from above forced and treat her more when she the more stingy I become been doing this for more than a quarter century I'm just numbing my dreaming is it real someone pinch me on the buns do you feel blame are you mad? Uh, do you feel like wolves go out for a friend? Get friends, boots, 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 get rabbits, get 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 Google, get 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 the number one podcast on the internet. Now, happy Friday. It's short Reddit Horror Story Friday. And boy, does Dusty have a good episode for you. Okay, he picked out a superb story to share with you guys. It takes place in the woods with a bunch of kids just messing around, doing little kid shit in the woods, and next thing you know, some terrible and awful shit happens. It's a nail biter, so you're going to want to get dug in for this episode. I'm going to introduce your host for this evening's show, Dusty McBalls, aka your certified cougar hunter and your host with the most. Now sit back, shut up, and enjoy this episode.
Thank you, Big D, for that beautiful little intro. It is Friday. It is the last few hours before it's finally the fucking weekend. And we can relax, we can party, and we can shop. But first, let's let's listen to a good, not just a good, a great short Reddit horror story. Now, I specifically chose this story because when I was little, growing up in Lonsdale, Minnesota, right, I had a house. Well, I didn't have the house personally, but I lived in a house that my parents both owned. Now, across the street, there was a little forest. We called it a forest, but it was just this little wooded area. And God damn it, we had so much fun back then in that little fucking forest. We built forts, had Nerf gun wars in that bitch, bro. It was so much fucking fun. So this story reminded me of when I was a little kid, you know, hanging around with my best friends. Shout out to them. They know who they are. I don't need to shout out all of them because there were so much. There were so many kids on that block that we were just, we were raising hell together. We're all good friends. Eventually, though, you know, unfortunately, it is sad because as you grow older, then you hold on, I gotta sneeze. Okay, we're back. Now, as a kid, yes, I grew older. And I, okay, so what happened was I used to go to Montgomery Lonsdale, and that's where most of my friends went to. And then I transferred to New Prague, and I did. I just stopped, you know, hanging out with them. Okay, which is sad. You know, I wish I kept tabs on them, but I don't follow any of them on Instagram. I only follow two of them. But yeah, we just fell out. I don't know why I took a long pause. I was trying to think of something to say, but yeah, I just transferred schools, and then I got left home alone all the time, and so I just stayed in the house and played video games as a kid, and yeah, just fell out of touch with them. But this story that we're going to get into today reminds me of when I was, you know, little, all the way up until probably like 6th grade, 7th grade, when I'd hang out with my friends and we'd, you know, go off and fuck around in the woods. So, this story comes from the subreddit Scary Stories with the user being JD Lord 5536 and the title of this story is called Sarcophagus. So without further ado, let's get into this beautiful little short Reddit horror story. As a 10-year-old, as most can admit, I had an overreactive imagination. Although I can't prove what I saw those nights was real, this story shaped who I am today and the eagerness to share this story has sunk as deep as a National Geographic treasure hunter ship in the ocean. And seeing all of you share your stories of disdain, it makes me feel almost normal for experiencing that fateful night. It was my 10th birthday. I had only a few friends at the time, and to this day, I can't believe anyone showed up with the theme being Ben 10. Shout out to that show. That's a good fucking show. 
There were four of us. Those being me, Alex, Sarah, and Tom. Somehow, we had all convinced the oblivious adults to allow us to explore the small patch of trees barely able to be called a forest, but still big enough to get lost in. We walked out the door, leaving the terribly inflated green balloons and sideways hung tapestries behind. We waved goodbye and headed out behind the house. What if we see a serial killer? Sarah called out to the rest of us boys who were so far ahead of her we could barely hear. Oh, don't worry, princess. Your chivalrous knight will defend you, Tommy called back, making fake stab motions, pretending to fight back monsters or whatever creatures were filling his mind. Tommy, you couldn't even fight off Daryl at school a week ago. Me and Alex laughed as we stopped for the rest to catch up. Hey, Tommy said sheepishly as his arms fell back in place. He's like seven feet tall. Well, I still thought it was brave, Sarah said with a smile as she patted his shoulder, just reaching his place in the field. Come on, guys. I dragged out as I started walking slowly into the tree line so the rest could catch up. They're gonna expect us back soon, and I want to see something cool. Little did my ten-year-old mind know that I was gonna see something cool, but at a price. The woods, even though patchy, were still clogged with trees. Although some stories say that the sounds of the forest fill your ears the moment you step in, I can only remember now that it was eerily quiet that day. We were too busy being kids to feel the dense silence in the air. Hey, stop that. I swatted at Tommy as he slid behind me pretending as if he was just pulling at my shoulder-length hair for the past five minutes. I'm bored, Alex said sluggishly. Whoa, fuck that up, behind us. Well, is the party behind us really any better, better, I asked. No, he said quietly, his shoulder slouching a bit. Exactly. I noticed the two boys drift off the path as Tommy spotted a squirrel, and the adventure began for the him, what, and, (laughs) that's funny, and the adventure began for him and Alex. I was left alone with Sarah. I didn't know her that well. She was Alex's cousin, and we had only spoken a few times during school. So, She said, taking a few steps to my side. You get anything cool for your birthday? I was too busy looking at her very long auburn hair to hear her question. As I hit her with a small, hmm? Your presents, 
she chuckled, placing her hands behind her back. Oh, yeah, yeah, really cool stuff. I tried remembering for a moment, but suddenly found myself as an amnesia, as an amnesia, there we go, as an amnesia patient in the doctor's office. Her tone seemed to die down as she just began to follow me to a small log we both sat on. I kicked at the dirt and she joined me. That was a weird pause, I'm sorry. It was a nice moment in my mind as I can remember it. My last normal moment. Mike, the loud scream ripping through the forest. My name. Sorry, I can't shout in my house right now because there's people sleeping, so... Apologies! I looked quickly at the direction it came from and back to Sarah. Her face white. A look of terror that still rings clear in my head. I could imagine my face looked just as bad as I quickly got up from the log... Dirt sprang in front of me. I started running in the direction it came from. I knew it was Alex, and I knew he was in trouble. I lost sight of Sarah, and everything became a blur. I got lightheaded, and then another scream. This wasn't Alex, and I was lost. Alex, I screamed through the blank green all around me. Tommy, the forest became a nightmare. I started moving in all different directions. After a while, the dark started peering over the trees, the stars becoming eyes staring at me. After about ten minutes of darkness, I gave up and sat myself on the dirt. I wanted to cry. How could I have been so stupid? I got back up, determined to do something. To be able to get home. I couldn't push the fear away though. And suddenly, I became aware of the silence. Minutes went by and there were no birds and there were no squirrels. I couldn't even find a single ant on the rough dirt floor. It was as if something sucked all of the life out of the planet. The only thing left, the creature making the screaming noise. I took another step and tripped, a small root catching my feet. That was the last straw, and I began to break down crying. After about two minutes of feeling sorry for myself, I heard something rustling in the bush. My eyes darted around me to the patch of open path right in front of me. Hello? I called out into the night and immediately realized how stupid that was. Hello? I forgot about the injury as I started scrambling to get up. It was silent again, but it didn't stop, but I didn't stop to dwell. I just ran. I changed direction almost every five minutes, 
hoping to lose whoever replied. About 10 minutes later, I saw something that made me stop running. It looked like a cave. It might have been about the first grayish-black thing I had seen yet. Almost as dark as the night, but very reflective in the moon. It had jagged etches and looked as if an adult could only get through crawling on their knees. Almost a perfect size for me. I took a few steps closer to it, a faint whistling sound coming from deep inside. To this day, I don't know why I went inside. I can't tell you what overcame me, what powerful force willed my small feet to move into the dark, dark area. But when I stepped a few feet inside, it wasn't dark. I could see everything, every outline of the cave wall, every rock and stone in the cave. It was as if I became nocturnal. I couldn't comprehend it. I kept going. I came into a split into the middle of the cave, right and left. I went right. As my footsteps echoed through the small space, I started to creep slowly, afraid something would hear me. It was only a few minutes before the cave widened. I was able to go up on my toes and not touch the ceiling. The elonged cave spread out, and I could see something in the distance. It was in a rectangular shape, and even in the bare light of the cave, I could see every edge, every surface, every carved symbol. I stepped closer, a stench rising from the area. I couldn't tell what it was, but it was wretched. I had to plug my nose as I crept closer to the box. There was nothing in it. I was confused and my mind started running. What was that smell? I looked ahead of me as I was previously oblivious to anything but the box. And I found the smell. Bodies. So many of them. Piled up to the roof of the cave. And I couldn't count all of them. Were my friends in there? Tommy, Sarah, and Alex? My feet wouldn't move. I just stared. My eyes wouldn't move. My feet stuck in cement. I saw women, I saw men, and I saw children. Hello. I bolted. The silence broken and a maniacal laughter rang through the cave. And as quickly as it came, it was gone. And I quickly, well, and I was quickly to the edge of the cave. I ran, and I ran, and I ran. My feet tore against the soles of my shoes until they were numb. I was cut 
by so many thorns and branches, it looked as if a knife was taken to every inch of my skin. I didn't stop running. I couldn't. And eventually, I was free. The tree line broke and I was back outside, my backyard in view. I kept running and running till I got to the front. There were cop cars and I could see all the parents talking to the police. Alex and Sarah huddled next to theirs. My mom saw me and I collapsed into her arms. We started crying and neither of us said a word. The silence didn't last long though. Tommy, I heard a woman cry out next to me. Where's my boy? Tommy's mom was now screaming frantically as her husband tried to contain her. Both their faces damp in the glow of the moon. My boy, Tommy. Tommy never came home. And that is the end of our story. I told you guys it was good. Told you it was good. Got a little blast to the past for a second. God, that was fun. I miss I miss running around the forest behind my house. It was... We built so many forts. We had like... There was like... So... I think technically it was farmer property, but... Um, we would go... Because the reason we say that... Well, I say that is because there was like... Just trash back there, like old farming equipment and stuff like that. And it was rusted to shit, but us being kids, we didn't give a fuck. We all had our tetanus shots, and we'd just have fun. Like, there were a bunch of glass mason jars, so we'd throw them against the trees. Glass bottles, we'd throw against, you know, the farm equipment, watch it break and shatter. And then, past the forest, the farmer that owned the property, there was like this little, um little trailer with a bunch of hay bales on it. We used to run up and climb those things. God, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. But shout out to my first friends in Lonsdale. I love y'all. I always will love y'all, okay? We had some great fucking times together. Some great fucking times together. One of my old school friends that lived on my block with me, his name was Tommy. And we had, we me... Him and Lucas, who was another kid that was like right across the street from Tommy. We had to sleep over one night in um, at Tommy's house. And so we go up to Tommy's house, right? And I fall asleep quick. I don't know why I fell asleep so quick, but I did. And these two fuckers, I still remember it. And if they hear this, they're going to they're gonna laugh their ass off. But... They decided to, because we were still super young, and they, you know, thought it was funny to draw penises on my fucking forehead while I was asleep, and then they did the whole water, like, hand in the warm bucket of water so you'd piss yourself. They fucking tried that shit with me. Now, okay, they did get a few penises on my face. Not gonna lie, they did, okay? But right as they put my hand in the bucket of water, I woke up immediately. Those fuckers tried to get me. God, those little cocksuckers, but... God, I hope they hear this. That'd be funny. If they do, DM me, Instagram, The Rainy Day Horror Show, or Dusty McBalls, okay? I miss y'all. 
We had some great fucking times together. But that's going to do it for this episode. I know, okay, this Sunday, I know I said I wasn't going to do Ed Gein or Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm sorry, Wisconsin, but you your guys' fucking serial killers also sucked. They're all generic. So I'm going to go with Ed Gein, okay? Because I don't think, well, if you're looking at it from like a horror standpoint, Ed Gein pioneered a lot of shit within the horror community. A lot of horror movies are based off of the idea of Ed Gein. So I think I'm going to go there just because of how much he's just really pushed the envelope. Well, his story really pushed the envelope for horror in general. So we're going to do him. I don't know a whole lot about him, if I'm being honest. I know about the nipple belt, okay? That's something very, very vivid in my brain, okay? But other than that, I really don't know anything else about him or who he is well other than a serial killer but like who he is as a person minus being a serial killer so we're gonna do him i'm excited about it and i just yeah i can't think like i didn't want to do jeffrey Dahmer because we have so many documentaries and shit that have been coming out about jeffrey Dahmer with like the on that netflix tv series called Dahmer, and then that one docu-series that they forgot the name of it, but they did it on Jeffrey Dahmer. It's like the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes or whatever. That's why I don't want to do it. So I, and same with Ted Bundy. Okay, Ted Bundy has a bunch of shit documentaries and stuff about him too. I have never seen an Ed Gein documentary, but then again, I've never really looked for a documentary on Ed Gein. So we're gonna do him this Sunday. But yeah, other than that, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have fun. Just get through these last few hours. Okay. We got paid. Well, at least I got paid two weeks. Got paid Thursday. So I get paid every two weeks. But some of y'all are lucky to get paid weekly. But I'm going to let you guys go here. Remember, stay frosty. Stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing on this planet. Stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.